0: Elliot Goldstein is hosting a radio and podcast show out of New Mexico called NMDJ Presents Fly on the Wall. We are building a fresh, fabulous podcast library of musicians, writers, artists, and all good people of note, with many new and exciting guests to come. We are listener-funded. If you would like to assist our Venmo info is New Mexico DJ service. The PayPal info is NewMexicoDJService at gmail.com. We appreciate your help. We would like to thank Alan Gowa for the intro music. Enjoyed the show.
1: Hey guys, thank you for listening to Fly in the Wall podcast. I'd like to tell you how I got started. Um, I really had no idea on um, the beginnings of what how to even where to start. And I stumbled upon Anchor by Spotify. And it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And I'll explain Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. And um, when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast automatically on listening platforms. I'm on Spotify. I'm on Apple Podcasts. I'm on other uh, platforms. And Anchor made it so simple. And um, it's all in one place. Everything you need to make a podcast, you can find in one place. And um, the amazing part is it's all free. So um, there is no uh, downside to any of this. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R. And again, it's the Anchor app or Anchor.fm, and it's real easy to get started. And um, thank you for listening to Fly on the Wall, and uh, back to the show.
2: Only Wendy serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot, buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? <laughs> So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's Bacon or Sausage Egg and Cheese Biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Only Wendy's serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot, buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery?
3: Wendy's Breakfast Biscuits, hot and buttery.
2: So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's at
0: participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Welcome to a special edition of Not Your Mother's Radio. Today we will be joined by award-winning singer-songwriter, producer and musician Jonah Louie, who has had an illustrious career in the industry. From his early days playing piano with blues legend Arthur Big Boy Crudup, through early chart success in 1972 with his self-penned Zydeco smash hit Seaside Shuffle, to his Ivan winning Christmas perennial hit Stop the Cavalry. Indeed. Jonah has had major chart successes internationally not only with Cavalry, but also with tracks such as Louise. You will always find me in the kitchen at parties. And I think I'll get my haircuts amongst others. The majority of his hits will always be associated with his time signed to stiff records. So without further ado, here's Elliot. Good
1: morning all. Welcome, welcome, welcome to New Mexico and um, the United States. My special guest today is Jonah Louie, who um, I've been a big fan of for many years. In fact, um, I saw Jonah Louie when I was living in New York at the bottom line um, back in the late 70s, 1979 in fact, when he was on the Great Great Stiff Tour, and um, in, in my opinion, he stole the show. So, um, I got into Jonah's music via Stiff Records. I was an Advent, um, Stiff Records collector. And, um, uh, there was a group of five LPs that came out that, um, they were picture discs. They came out in two separate ways. They came out as a picture disc and they came out on colored vinyl at the time. And, um, uh, me being the, you know, the nerd I was, I had to have both sets of everything. So, um... That's what I did. I actually went out and bought both sets, and um, I still have them in my collection. They're all uh, put away in storage, and one of my all-time favorite Desert Island music discs is is on the other hand, There's a Fist, and um, <clears throat> it, this was re-released back in, um, I think, 1980. With um, It had a, a bunch of um, bonus material and things like that on it, and if you haven't heard it, um, I suggest you get a copy of it. I'll be playing part of it today with Jonah. So, um, so without further ado, let me find a tune that we could. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to play Seaside, Seaside Shuffle, which is one of the first tunes that um, Jonah recorded. I believe it's a solo act, and um, I'm going to get him online and uh, he's in the UK. I just want to let everybody know out there, it's live radio, so we may get a little bumps here and there, you know, little ghosts in the machine, things like that. Also, they may be knocking out one of my walls while we're, I'm working here today. We had an electrical problem. And this, out of all the to- days in the week, in, in the year, in the month, they decided today has to be the day. So, um, again, live radio, it is what it is, so please bear with me. But it's going to be a great show. This one, again, is called Seaside Shuffle by the one and only Jonah Louie.
4: Here we are. Where are we? We're at the Croydon Panadrome, 1972. And we're going to dance in a brand new way. It's called the Seaside Shuffle.
1: Good morning. Here we go. So you can hear everything.
0: You
5: hear
6: the music? Okay, so we we'll It's a warm day, the sun is shining, the summer one says,
5: let's go to Brighton. So we all get up on our fence car. Hold on tight, cause we're doing 90 miles up hour.
4: we're doing mine and
5: miles
4: of hold on tight cause we're doing nine and miles
1: of okay Seaside Shuffle, Jonah Louie and uh, while we were listening to that I actually got Mr. Louie on the phone and um, say hi Jonah everybody's been waiting to hear from you
4: well, hi! It's uh, lovely to be here talking to you and and to your friends in 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 America, especially well, New Mexico.
1: Yeah, we're also we 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 go worldwide. We're in the UK. We're all over the place. Oh, of course! Yes, brilliant
4: internet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, brilliant.
1: Yeah, so I just want to welcome you to the show. I tell you what a great great uh, honor it is for me to be talking to you. Um, like I told you while we while, you. While, while we spoke during the week, um, I saw you the once at the bottom line back in 1979 on the Alive Stiffs tour and I still have my poster um well I did have my poster but my daughter stole it from me to put it up in her house <laughs> so I am a postalist right now but um I was telling everybody about your um on the other hand there's a fist LP which is a brilliant brilliant album incredible uh, in, it was an incredible album when it first came out and um it still has that magic to it. It has an age. It's it's, it's as current today as it was uh, when it came out. So um, anyway, I'm going to keep my mouth shut for a while, and I'm going to let you talk and to tell us how you got started. Whatever you want to talk about, um, we'll play some music. We'll just have some fun and uh, kick it around a little. Okay?
4: Yeah. Well, I must say it's great great to speak with you, and and it's and and, and all the accolades you've just given me. Your the fact that you like my my album. On the other hand, as a fist is a it's a great honour that uh, you should, and uh, so I'm very pleased I got through to you. Uh, so that's that's wonderful. And um, um, with regards to the, the the gig you mentioned, the the, the bottom line gig, yes. in, I think it was January two, uh, 1979. Yep, January I think, uh-huh. and it was winter time. Nope. Uh, no, 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 and no, no, New York. And
1: nope, nope. It was March. Oh no, summertime. Wait, wait. Oh, to...
4: March. Okay, Spring, springtime. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. It was. I think it was March. <laughs> uh,
4: yeah. I think it was. I mean, I've been to New York twice only, and one of the times was kind of really hot, yeah. and the other time it was pretty cold. So I dare say that was the cold one in March, yeah. Wait, wait, before, wait, wait, enough. wait, wait.
1: I apologize. You're right. It was December 17th, okay. 18th, 19th, and 20th.
4: Yeah, so it really was quite cold because yes. uh, New York does get a cold winter just as in the summer yes. it gets a really hot summer because I was the other time I was in New York was in the summer mm-hmm. and do you know what? I was watching Joanne Kelly sing the blues on a show being aired from I think it was Texas in 1969 ten years before Okay. and, uh, and, and to think that I was over there ten years later uh, playing some blues at the bottom line was quite a Strange feeling for me. Um, but um, th- that was a great gig. I enjoyed the gig. And uh, I'm amazed that you told me that you were actually at the gig. Incredible. At the bottom line in 1979.
1: <laughs> and I'll tell you a great story. Amazing stuff. I-, I later on managed a club on Long Island, which was the bottom line sp- sister club, pretty much. We did all the same acts mm-hmm. they did. So, yeah. You, you inspired yeah, me.
4: That's, that's... Oh, well. that's uh, I, but, but, you know, it was... Um, a great show. And, and I, I don't know if that particular evening you were there, because I know there were two gigs every evening yes. for four nights in a row. Right. And there was like eight gigs in all. And I don't think I did it every time, but maybe you can remember if I did it, the time you saw me there, where I run over the dinner tables.
1: Yes, you of, did. Of
4: the people sitting down in the audience. Yep. Did I? <laughs> yes, you
1: did. Yep.
4: Wow. Yeah. Yep. But, There's a a book about um, stiff records by somebody, and I can't remember his name actually, but it's it's an interesting book. But he talks about that, uh, about running across the tables, and it reminded me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was a cool little club in its day.
4: It was. It was very nice atmosphere, and uh, uh, it was. um, Yeah, it was. It was good, and it was always great to be. In fact, the first time I was in New York, it was ten years before, like I say. I looked up Nick Pearls, who was the guy that owned and run Yazoo Records, which was an old, like a blues thing. Sure,
1: an old blues, yep.
4: And, um, uh, yeah, and and, and and I think he was located in the village, Greenwich Village. Right. And, and that's always a, a lovely part of New York, you know, full of buzz and creativity, if you like. Yes, the, yeah.
1: th- that changed. That, that did a 180. It's nothing like it used to be. It uh, became. Um, oh. Yeah, it kind of became corporate now.
4: Did it do, and also, did it become, shall we say, too fashionable, too yes. commercial?
1: yeah, it did, very commercial.
4: Yeah, it's a shame. It is, mm. it really is. Because like the the folks get hold of it, and that grassroots activity and excitement and yeah. sort of um, inspiration really does so much for the local community. And then it kind of, then the bucks get attracted to it and the dollars. Yes. And it sort of spoils it.
1: <laughs> and, and what happened, you know, I mean, you yeah. used to be able to go to Greenwich Village and, and drop into a record shop at, you know, two in the morning, you know, it was, it never closed. Yeah. And um, yeah, well, that's gone. It, yeah. it became um, pretty much yeah. You know, corporate. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I imagine it
4: was very much a 24 hour city. I always yeah. got the buzz about New York being 24 hours, a bit like Paris,
5: Yes.
1: a little
4: bit like London at times. And uh, it's always exciting to be in a place like that. Yeah, I, you, you got to make sure you get your sleep as well,
1: though. Yeah, yeah, you really do. I used to tell people New York's the only place that you could actually have sushi delivered to your apartment at two in the morning. You know, this. this you know, you it's could. Brilliant. There's always something happening. You could always find what you needed at any time of day. Um, so. And you can have like
4: yeah you, yeah S- sorry go on no yeah. no no no
1: you go you go you go.
4: Well, I was all I was going to say was that in those sort of twenty four hour cities, you. You have sort of like all day breakfast, you know, yep. or breakfast at nine in the evening, Yes. and then you go out for, you know, coffee at two in the morning, and then a dinner at six in the morning.
1: Yep, 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 <laughs> yep. That's crazy, that's, isn't it? That Upside that, down, you know. That, that was old New York. Yep, it was pretty cool in those days. Yeah, and um, I real, I really miss those days. I mean, used to go, used to be able to walk down the streets. You know, you know, there was always somebody playing an instrument on the corner or something. There was always something happening, yes. and. um yeah,
4: well, but, that was a bit like New Orleans, of course. You know, yes, you know the the, the great guys there, like Snooks Eaglin, would play on a corner, you know, yeah, uh, uh, of a road. I'm and, glad you and, and I'm, whack out, uh, yeah. I'm
1: very happy that you brought up New Orleans because that pretty much was your basis for your um, style. Is that correct?
4: It certainly had a lot to do with it. I, I mean, well, I, I had a, a one of those moments in life where you would call it a a big ex- Experience. I was about sort of nine, I think, and I was watching a, a, a program on television, like a, a Western, you know, or on Cassidy or The Lone Ranger or whatever it was, you right, know, right. those amazing American Westerns that come over from the States, you know, to Britain. Oh, yeah. And um, and, and I was watching it and, and, and my stepfather come into the house and went into the next room uh, from, from my where I was watching the television and started playing this this music on, on, on the record player, the radiogram in those days, it was called a radiogram record right. player. And I just could not listen or concentrate on the TV program anymore. It was just so, uh, so exciting and so, wow, what is this? And to the untrained and, and living in Britain where you were starved of that sort of music and it turned out to be Fats Domino. And it was a, a, an album called Fats Rockin' and Rolling or Here Stands Fats Domino. And and those two albums became two of my favorite albums uh, as as a young kid, uh, and that was totally New Orleans. Uh, you know, uh, the, the the piano star was yes referred to as being a New Orleans piano song Yeah.
1: And um, do you, how about if I play uh, something from that? Uh, how about if I play the Fat Man, and we'll let the listeners kind of get a, a little taste of it, and we'll be back in about two and a half minutes, okay?
0: Yeah. Here we go. <laughs>
1: Hey, that was the Fat Man by Fats Domino. And um, I just found out But this is a Jonah's favorite 45 of all time. I kind of grew up on this kind of stuff too. But um, Jonah took it a lot further than I did. He just – tell us what you know about this song. Everybody – you know, it's great.
4: Well, I, I, I first – I sort of first heard it in a record shop. I was about 11, I think. and And by that time, of course, Fats was – quite big you know and yeah. but, but, but in 1958 uh he wasn't very well known at all in in england but was beginning to get through and i heard this in a record shop and i just shivered when i heard it because it was such a bloody fantastic record and there's so many things about it the arrangement you know he's he's doing all this sort of it, there's a long gap where there's just music you know and then yes. this huge voice comes in and and is right on the top of the sound in terms of the mix, and then it comes in again hugely at the end. And he it, and I and I learned some years later after I heard it that they were had booked a trumpet player and he didn't turn up, and so Fat supplied that sound with his with his voice. So when he goes
7: wah 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 yes.
5: wah, wah wah,
4: you know that yep. was Fats actually mouthing a, a trumpet. Yeah, yeah, and. Um, it, which blew my mind as well, you know. But, um,
1: and you know, it's amazing. It's, and, and also, oh, sorry, you go. Yeah, you go. You go.
4: Go on. Well, what I, I was going to say was that uh, I mean it, that sort of tradition had become established that you know people like Champion Jack Dupree, uh, Junkers Blues, I think, mm-hmm. and and but Fats took it to his own as well and, and added his own. Brought things of his own to the table, you know.
1: You know, it's it was a little upsetting. Kind of a though.
4: bit more modern, he, a bit he, more dynamic, you
1: he, know. He's never placed in that um, Chuck Berry, Little Richard, um, Jerry Lee Lewis category, and he really should be.
4: Mm. Yes. But well, to my mind, he is. And, yeah. Because uh, there were I, yeah, four people. In, in, in the 50s, there were four people. Mm-hmm. There, to my mind, it was Fats Domino, Little Richard, um. Uh, Chuck Berry and early Elvis Presley those yes. were the four people in the 50s i mean there were a few people bubbling under like J.D. Lewis and stuff you know yeah. sure uh-huh. but th- those were the four giants of the 50s and um and, and Fats Domino was definitely one of them
1: did did you uh, did um Professor Longhair ever um get across to um the UK
4: yeah he did uh, he was a, he was a bit more obscure than Fats right. Domino yeah a lot of you're and, here too and um no, and the thing about fats was he was kind of more accessible his, his little disties his little tunes were kind of enormously catchy yes like whole lot of loving Yeah. almost like nursery rhymes you know right and he had that and and also he had and, and he was more simple like I'm'm re- I'm, I'm ready and I'm walking I'm walking yep Yes, indeed, and I'm talking. I mean, yep. it's so simple. Walking walk, walk to New and, uh, Orleans. So I mean, so, so accessible. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm yeah. in love again. What a I'm cracker in. that was. Do, yep. do, 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 do. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I could go on forever about Fast Domino. And he had, that, <laughs> he
1: had that great baritone voice going, too.
4: Yes, yeah. Absolutely. He had a deep voice as well as the high voice. Yep. And, and the fat man, of course is an example of the high voice. Right, right. But he certainly could, like Blueberry Hill, kind of a deep voice there, yeah. Yeah,
1: Absolutely. and, um, yeah, I mean, he was able to uh, do it all. He was an incredible, incredible, talented man. Um, I do have... Uh, yeah, the
4: Big Feet was a deep voice, wasn't it? Yeah. get you rocking in, you know. Yeah, m- have, my <laughs> yeah, blue,
1: yeah, how about My Blue Heaven?
4: Oh, yeah, My Blue Heaven. Well, oh, it's beautiful. Yes. Above.
1: Uh, um, oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. And and he's never put in the same category as the, um, you know, as the other guys we were talking about. I don't know why. Um, my girl Josephine was great. Uh, yeah,
4: he, I love that one. Yeah, he was so catchy. Yeah, uh, but you know, he was a great piano player. That one one was Fats Frenzy,
5: uh-huh. and
4: it's not very well known. And if you can dig it out before we end the show, that would be very interesting to see how incredibly powerful. His piano playing was, um, you know, sort of boogie and beyond, if you like, and yeah. Swanee River Hop. That was a great boogie, Swanee River Hop, that he does. How, and, it's a, and it's got a lovely tune, a lovely melody, you know. It's not just a boogie-woogie 12-bar. Yeah. It's we, a kind of a lovely melody as well.
1: Well, we also left out Ain't That a Shame.
4: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean... Ain't that a shame. Yeah. It, 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 it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well. <laughs>
5: That oh, yes. so Yeah, we we'll
1: talk over this one. Yes. And love, I mean, the left hand Yes. Uh, again. I'm to you I'm going to to It sounds like a Yeah
5: okay. I i i okay saw him I saw, I saw a fast- And it the, uh, snowy white.
1: The funny, the funny part is you, you guys, and, and, you guys digested it and gave it back to us.
4: Yeah, I mean, we we took it in in a slightly more big, sort of big rock, yeah, um, direction. Yeah, and then it, and then it went back to 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 America and and then America took it further again. You know, um, yeah. with some of the big rock bands that came in later on. Uh, it's just an interesting history, isn't it? Uh, an, in- an interesting lineage. Yeah, it
5: how is. How the
4: DNA kind of just moved forward, yep. you know. But that, that early thing, the, what I would refer to as the country blues, uh-huh. was always at the very heart of it all. You yeah. know, the feeling, the, the, just, just dripping off their bodies, you know, full sure. of, full of feeling and, 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 um, originality, um, in the way they wrote inside the twelve-bar structure, yeah, um, it was just amazing. The
1: older juke joint stuff,
4: the old, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. And and I mean the twin the the twenties was a great decade decade for me. You know, I, I I've mentioned I think to you that yes. guy Motherless Child Blues, yeah. Barbecue Bob guy, but there was another one that I forgot to mention called Garfield Ackers and try and check him out sometime because, you know, they talk about who invented rock and roll, you know, was it Fats, was it Uh this person or that one in the early 50s but I reckon this guy, Garfield Akers has got to be one of the leaning contenders and he was in the 20s you know, uh, the 1920s Oh really? Uh, And it was a song called the called Cottonfield Blues, I think it was Uh, and, and, and it was done around 1928 or something, I wonder if you're Dig that out at some point. Let me think of 1929.
1: Yeah, I'll take a look for Boston it while Field we're blues. playing. But I have it here. I have one for you. Yeah. I have one for you to talk about when it's over. This one is Barbecue Bob, okay? And you know, this is another Try one it. of the ones that you said inspired you, Motherless Child's Blues.
8: If I mistreat you, gal, I sure don't mean no harm. If I mistreat you girl, I sure don't mean no harm. I'm a motherless child and I don't know right from wrong. Please tell me, pretty mama, honey, why you stood last night? Tell me, pretty mama,
0: thought, honey, why
8: you stayed last night? You didn't come home till the sun was shining bright. I have to go so far to get my help on I have to go to a fuck to get my help on board. See that line of women go let my help on board. And I've done more for you than your daddy ever done. I did more for you gal than your daddy ever done I give you my jelly, he ain't give you none When you see two women always running hand in hand When you see two women Always running hand in hand You can bet your bottom dollar One got the other one mad I'm going to the river get me a tangle rocket chair I'm going to the river get me a tangle rock and Happy blues though take me gonna rock away from
1: Okay, Motherless Child's Blues. That one was picked by Barbecue Bob. I'm picking the next one. This one is Jonah's tune, I'll Get By in Pittsburgh, which kind of reminds me of the same song, only um, modernized. But listen to Jonah's voice compared to Barbecue Bob's. Do you want to say anything about this, or do you want to wait till it's over, Jonah?
4: Well, I, I mean, it was an interesting way it happened. I, I had a little eight-track eight studio in the back of my house, in 1978, and I was doing this album for Stiff Records, and and I I kind of made it up as I went along, and then that was it, and then I just took it to the studio, the, like the proper studio,
1: uh,
4: and just added a few dubs, you know, in, in the 24-track studio, uh, and so it was just kind of, just run off as a kind of extemporization, or just making it up as you go along, a bit like in the jazz tradition of music, Okay. And so that's how it came about and I had no clue what I was singing about but one line sounded a bit like I'll get by in Pittsburgh so I I called it I'll get by in Pittsburgh.
1: Okay, well let's listen to it. Great tune and again this is from on the other hand there's a fist and if I tell you I listen to this album um you know it it's one of the um classic pieces that I listen to um, uh, you know it's always on my iPod on my uh, you know on my MP3 player on my computer and um, it's just like one of my Desert Island go-to discs but um, I'm going to stop yakking and listen to all get by and... Well,
8: i get it by Pitbull bug did it right aside Jack by the daytime A heart, a heart arrive I'll get your body Pitbull I've been a ring You have
5: it,
8: bought it, a picture Of everything Five minute time and chicken
2: with a better biscuit. Our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? Wendy's
3: breakfast biscuits, hot and buttery.
2: So don't take a chance with those other guys.
3: Bet on a better
2: breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage egg and cheese biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours only Wendy's serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese and your choice of bacon or sausage did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery Wendy's
3: breakfast biscuits
2: hot and buttery so don't take a chance with those other guys,
3: bet on a better
2: breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage egg and cheese biscuit, choose wisely
3: choose Wendy's, at participating US Wendy's during breakfast hours
1: Okay, I'll get by in Pittsburgh by Jonah Louie. I think we lost Jonah. Let me get him... Re- oh, hello.
4: Hello. I'm here. Can you...
1: Okay, let me um get you back on with us. Uh, live radio. It's bound to kick you in the butt every time. Um, okay, Jonah, you still with us? No, I lost you. Okay, quick technical issue here. Let's get Jonah ringed up again. Um, here we go. Now we got him. Hello. Okay, Hello. we you your back. Good. Okay, we thought we lost okay. you. Okay, live radio. Oh. Live radio kicking the butt every time. Um, okay, so there was, <laughs> there was you doing I'll Get By in Pittsburgh, and um, that style is the style you were talking about, the country blue style. Only you modernized it a bit, but uh, same thing.
4: Well, I I guess it is. Yeah, I really liked that sort of music when I was growing up, you know. I mean, I started out with sort of rock and roll. Right. Um, Chuck Berry and Little Richard and Elvis and Fats. But the, the music scene began to get a bit stale, so I went backwards. Oh, yeah, I went and I found myself ending up in the 1920s. With okay. People like, you know, Barbecue Bob and people.
1: Yeah. Uh huh. And um, you, you obviously, um, you, you, you haven't spoken about like, your big boy years when you played with Big Boy Crude Up.
4: Well, that was, uh, I mean, I was in, um, I'm getting feedback. Let me just see. is that it? Hello? Yeah, I'm here. I'm getting, but I'll, I'll carry on um i i i was asked to do an, an album with arthur b boy crud in 1969 uh, by the national blues federation in the uk and i i leaped at the opportunity because um i was a great fan of early elvis presley and of course Crudup had written a couple of songs that um Elvis Presley covered, um, which like that's the right mama, and might they be left me? Right, and to actually play with the guy was just like, oh my god, you know, getting really close to the knuckle. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know? yes, yes. And, and then it was a great experience. I, I loved it, and and I did a whole album with him called Robuck Man, I think it was.
1: And what a talent and he was um, too! Incredible, incredible talent.
4: Oh, he was. He was. He would just make things up as he went along in the studio. You know. And it, and they would find a title for it afterwards.
1: <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, wow! And um, how, sometimes, how long, how long were you with um How long were you with him?
4: Oh, it was an album over two days or something. Oh, you know, okay. Cool. In those days, you'd do an album inside, like, you know, a weekend. Yes. You know?
1: So, um, how about if we play "My Baby Left Me" and we'll do the uh, Elvis version?
4: Yes, that would be great because the Elvis version for me. Was believe it or not, something that I think Elvis's version took it into a further space that Arthur's didn't. Right. But of course, you know, without Arthur, you'd never have the Elvis version. But that's right. But but, but Elvis brought something to the table—a uh, real youthful energy. Okay. And the voice, like Batsy's voice, you know.
5: Yeah.
1: The yeah.
4: voice, the early Elvis voice, was incredible.
1: Well, let's get it played, and um, we'll be back in about two minutes. <laughs>
6: My baby left me. My baby even left me, never said a word. Lord, I stand at my window, wring my hands and cry. I hate to lose that woman, hate to say goodbye. You know, she left me. Yes, she left me. My baby.
1: Back over to Jonah. Where are we going from here, sir?
4: Um, well, there's a lot of great music around, and um, I mean, we can, if you like, we can actually look at something that was more recent, relatively, relative to those tracks we've been playing. But I say relatively because even that's about 20 years ago or yeah. 15 years ago. It's a track that that I really enjoy hearing. Uh, and by a, a band called Oasis, Okay. and, and to me the the singer sort of had and it 's and called Sunshine Supernova and, and for me, the singer it was a, like a cross between Johnny Rotten of the Pistols and John Lennon of the Beatles. so it was an interesting mix, a bit of eclectic mix there, but the whole voice and the whole band and it's just they just generate a, a nice vibe, a nice feeling. Uh, and I've always enjoyed listening
1: to. And this it's novel. funny, you said John Lennon. I always felt he had a George Harrison type quality to his voice.
4: Yeah, yeah, who, John Lennon, or or, or no, um, 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 the uh, singer of Oasis?
1: Yeah, yeah, um, uh, Oasis.
4: Yeah, that's quite possible. I, I think that he kind Harrison of, would be in there too. Yeah, yeah, he,
1: yeah, he reminded me of the. Um, like uh, um, uh, only a Northern song. Um, 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 yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That kind of, uh, the more mystical Beatle music. But, um, de- yes. Definitely. Yes, definitely. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah, the Gallagher Brothers. Um, and yeah. uh, so let's get that played, and uh, we'll be back in about uh, four or five minutes.
9: dream she never dies
1: Gallagher Brothers, my era, Gallagher Champagne, Brothers. Supernova, and um, I'm going to hand the mic back to Jonah.
4: Yeah, it's uh, nice to hear that again. It's just a nice feeling and quite lazy, the vibes yeah. there, and like dreamy and druggy. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Post-Beatles. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, and um, we were talking about that. I think um, you wanted to hear Norwegian Wood after that, correct?
4: Well, the thing about Norwegian Wood is that there's a... I just always liked the melody. Uh Uh-huh. And and there was a kind of a sitar in it, which at that time was really quite revolutionary. I think, was it around 1964? And the Beatles were always beginning to get more and more experimental. Yes. And this was a long time before While My Guitar Gently Weeps uh, and stuff. And, 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 uh, you know... Norwegian Wood has an amazing movie. Yeah. And the lyric was kind of sort of mystical as well. And the way that the, the, the guy does like the Norwegian Wood in the end or... The, the lyric's quite fascinating. But everything about it, and it just seems to be streets ahead of its time. Yes. You know, what it was doing. Also, yeah.
1: um, I don't know about you. Everybody has a favorite Beatle album. I mean, there's, you can't really pick yeah. a favorite, but... I always thought Soul" and Revolver was the epiphany for the Beatles. They kind of left the um, pop teeny bopper world and started growing up, so to speak.
4: Yeah, I quite agree, and I think Revolver came to my mind when you said that. Yes. Favorite Beatle album. Me
1: too, I love Revolver. The,
4: the Pepper, yeah, the Pepper one was, that was the big deal, and everyone said how amazing it was, but... I, Okay, I loved Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, and there were others, but but you're quite right. Rubber Soul and Revolver was a very special period.
1: Yeah, the Beatles, they so. kind of gave up the teeny bopper image, right, and became uh, yeah, musicians. Yeah, that's right. You know?
4: Became, they grew up and yeah. um, started to write for themselves as opposed to for a hit parade or something.
1: Correct, yep, that's the way I, yep. And um, and a lot of that might have to do with the weed, you know, with a little cannabis kicked into yeah. that formula. But it worked for them; yeah. it, it really Experimenting did. Experimenting,
4: and, yeah. And yeah. then uh, it,
1: then revolver was more um, acid. You know, had more of an acid feel to it. But. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so.
4: Lucy in the Sky LSD Lucy in the Sky <laughs> yeah but
1: I mean Tomorrow Never Knows and um, you know, that was a killer album um, Tax you that's know.
4: Funny, I do like in that Pepper album yeah uh, Taxman Taxman was George Harrison's
1: Sorry. first you know shining oh, light oh yeah, yeah you know? that was nice okay yeah, so let's lovely. play Norwegian Wood and we'll be back in about two minutes okay here we go <laughs> album Rubber Soul and um, let's talk about some of the new stuff that you're doing I, I know we can't listen to it yet, we can't play it yet but you're actually working on some new material now, is that right?
4: Yeah, I, I am it's uh, kind of pretty close to being finished actually and uh, so I'm looking forward to um, sort of um, getting it out there somehow and uh, I'm beginning to talk with a few people about it and um, so I'm, um, you know, I always enjoy doing stuff in the studio because um, it's, it's it's different from live. I think both ways of doing it um, are as as good as each other, really. But I do enjoy the recorded recording studio journey uh, as well as the live journey, and um, I just don't know how the the music business is is doing things at the moment, whether they're um, concentrating more on live these days or or still doing studio albums, but um, I I know that live did get a boost before the COVID-19 came in and and, uh, it was a growth industry, but now I think
2: streaming is a bit of a growth industry. Only Wendy's serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery?
3: Wendy's breakfast biscuits, hot and buttery.
2: So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage, egg and cheese biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Only Wendy's serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot, buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery?
3: Wendy's breakfast biscuits, hot and buttery.
2: So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's.
0: At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours um so it's um it's
4: amazing how the the business goes on changing just like everything else I guess it's always change
5: well, um,
4: but I enjoy recording uh, because you have control over it um doing live is fascinating because you 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 live on your wits yes because it's gonna just be special and spontaneous but um recording can be more of a Uh, a a conscious effort to try and master something as best you can and then hope it comes out right.
1: (laughs) Yeah, one of the um, interviews I did a few weeks ago was um, by a gentleman named Todd Cochran. Todd is a, um, well, he's more or less a jazz musician, a keyboard player, and um, he was in a band called Automatic Man, which came out um, right around the time you were doing your stuff. And uh, he recorded it in England. It was a progressive band with, um, you know, a bunch of big musicians and stuff. And um, he was telling me, and this is how I look at live as compared to studio, that once you hit that chord on a piano, you're done. You know, there's nothing you can do about it. It's it's there. It's yes. live as a, as opposed to synths. Where, you know, you could hold those keys down and you can, do, you know, modulate it, you could reverb, you know, you could do what you have to do with it. You could set triggers, you could send, you know, you could um, kind yeah. of uh, set, uh, you know, touch sensitive stuff. And that that's always how, like, live and, rec- and studio, you know, it kind of makes sense that way that, yeah, live, you know, once once it's there, it's there. There's nothing you can do about it. And um, Yes. And, you know, I wish I was able to see you live more than that one time, though, because you, you, you definitely put on a great live show.
4: Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. Uh, it was enjoyable to do, actually, as well. But um, it's, it is fascinating. And um, the, the live thing, I mean, you can go on forever post-producing and editing and adding something or taking something away or changing it. Yes. But the live thing is done and dusted right there. Yep, yep. And it's got that special edge, if you like, of spontaneity by definition, I guess. So both sides are interesting, anyway.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so you, um, we have a lot of uh, um, uh, older pieces that uh, are on your playlist today, but I think maybe we're gonna visit some of your music, and see see what you were up to in. Um, you know, you have some great tunes that people. I don't know if, you know uh, if they. Fluent under the radar or what but they should be mentioned big shot momentarily was a great tune and i just found out recently that that song you redid for the stiff label it was done prior to that right
4: um big shot momentarily i, I that i redid it for the label
1: yes you redid you it saying? for stiff yeah this actually action- oh
4: i think no, 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 not. It wasn't that one actually. It was Hallelujah, Europa. How
1: on um, my? I, yep, a, you're right. Yep.
4: And yeah, and and uh, I did it on Sonic Records. Yes. And then, and then the the one condition of being signed to Stiff Records uh, was was provided. I did a version of Hallelujah, Europa for them. Really. And um, Clive Calder, who was the who went on to become a billionaire in music, actually, Clive Calder. I don't know if you come across him, but he was very big in the States. He had huge acts on his label um, um, at Jive. I can't remember what his label was, but but he, I was signed to his publishing company, and and he said, Joni, you've got to sign that to my publishing company. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and so I had to do it anyway for, for, for Stiff Records as well. Uh But interestingly enough, I've also done a version from my current project, my current (laughs) third version.
1: (laughs) Oh wow! So let's let's listen to the. I just
4: enjoy doing different versions sometimes.
1: Yeah, it's a great great tune. Um, In fact, um, you you kind of remind. This could have been a Roxy Music piece, I think, and. you know, it has a Roxy flavor to it and Roxy came I guess right around the same time you did but uh, Hallelujah Europa and this is Jonah Louis and this is the version that was done on um, On the other hand there's a fist, the stiff release <laughs> Favorite uh, Jonah Louie tunes. Um, which way are we going? Forward or we back? We're gonna go. We're gonna go to the back again. We're gonna uh, go to the pastels and some older music. Yeah. Okay.
4: Yeah. Yeah, we could. Yeah, go to the back and. So I mean, if you like, we can have a look at maybe Special Agent by Sleepy John Estes. It it it's, it's, it it goes way back. It's like yeah. I don't know thirties perhaps, or it might be forties. But but the thing is, it's it's so unusual and it's so original and especially at the time that it was done and it's just driven by its own sort of metabolic
1: rate. And this is uh, this is Special Agent and uh, it was also known as Railroad Police Blues I don't know if you knew that and and This is. I
10: believe
1: it was. Yes. Yeah, Railroad Police Blues. Now, when I left for Ripley,
10: the weather was kind of cool. Now, when I left for Ripley, the weather was kind of cool. For, probably you might catch this Now I swung that manifest, no, I that manifest I went down in the free rail ball Now I hung that manifesto. I went down in free rail ball hear the special agent when he come tipping over the top. Now them special leading up to culture show his heart on a man Now them special leading up to country they show his heart on a man Oh, when he hungry and won't even let him ride no train. Now I was sitting down and sentrying and I sure was feeling bad. Mm. Now I was sitting down and sentrying and I sure was feeling bad. Mm. They wouldn't let me ride no fast train. He put me off on a dog and train. Now, special legion, special legion, put me off close to some town. Special legion, special legion, put me off close to some town. To do some recording and I ought to be recording right now.
2: Only Wendy's serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? Wendy's breakfast. so don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage egg and cheese biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's.
0: At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today.
1: Okay, special agent, railroad police blues, Sleepy John Estes. And we were just talking about how a lot of this stuff obviously originated from um, Robert Johnson. And um, um, it kind of left America, went over to England. Uh, Those uh, U.K. guys took it, did what they had to do with it, and sent it back to us. I know that, you know, uh, that's how I first got a taste of the blues, coming from the U.K., Cream and uh, Fleetwood Mac, you know, Peter Green's Fleetwood Mac, and um, that made me look into America's, uh, you know, the original versions of these songs, the originators, which happened to have been Americans, and um, it's it's really funny how we had to get it back from the U.K. And, um... Let's see where are we going from here. Okay, so it was very ironic. Yeah. very
4: ironic that, yeah, that somehow the, yeah, um, I was just going to say like, saying how I, I touched irony there, how the the, the the blues guys from Britain went to went to the states and sang the blues that they got from these guys in America, yes, uh, who were doing it thirty forty years before, yeah. American audiences that hadn't known about that sort of music that was being done in the, especially in the southern states of America, right. all that, all those many years before, extremely ironical, and uh, it, it is a funny way that history twisted things round then.
1: Yes, and um, we we forgot all about our, um, you know, heritage here. We forgot your about your own the, history and your yeah. own
4: roots and heritage. That's yes.
1: right. Yep, yeah, we, we forgot about it until uh, Cream sent it back to us, you know, and um, uh, you know, the UK guys. I'll tell you,
4: it's very very oddly enough, um, Clapton, Eric Clapton did a a really convincing uh, version of Motherless Child Blues by Barbecue Bob. Yes, who which we played of the show today. Yep, and um, hands hands up. Uh, uh, and in praise of Eric's version, which was very uh, sympathetic to the barbecue Bob original.
1: Yeah, yeah, and um, he he actually um, covered it a few times. He he um, did it with Jeff Beck. He, he did, he did, know, and uh, yeah, he did it. You know, yes, and um, but he did a lot that more. For, he he did. He did so much for the blues, especially Robert Johnson, and then um, just about anybody else. Yes. Okay, so yes. we have a ton of stuff to get to yet. We still have, um, I mean, we're still in the 20s and 30s. You want to do a little Henry Thomas? How about some old country stomp?
4: Oh, yes, I'd love to hear Henry Thomas. Okay. And Is... think of canned heat while we're listening.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, um, this was the whole flute idea, right? That was Henry Thomas. Yeah. Okay, here we Absolutely. go. Absolutely. Say legend, but um, it's Henry Thomas, and I think if um, you guys don't know about Henry Thomas, look into him. A lot of cats uh, stole their um, sound from him—not stole, but they they borrow the sound, especially Cant Heat and um, guys like Taj Mahal, and um, you know they they really took that Henry Thomas sound and brought it into you know modern times. Um, okay, Jonah, we're ready for uh, walking the dog. If you want to talk about that one.
4: Yeah, I was just so impressed when I heard the Ronnie Stone's version, because I thought they really captured and, and took further forward the, the kind of the Rufus Thomas interpretation of it. And uh, okay. left me um, and, and, and went further than the original Arthur Crudup version for me. Okay. But um, this, this, I mean... Yeah, that's, and I always like the Stones version of walking the
1: dog. Okay, and here it is, Walking the Dog. the back,
7: dressed in black Silver buttons all down her back How tip the toes She broke the needle and she can't slow Walking the dog I'm just a walking the dog I'll show you how to walk the You how to walk the, the dog? Come on now, tell me now. Watch your trail How to show a garden grow? While with silver bells and shells a furry maid all in a row. Walk on the dog. I'm just a walking i
1: Titled Rolling Stones and Walking the Dog, and um, that's a great version of that tune, Jonah.
5: Mmm, it's a nice
4: one,
1: isn't
4: it? Yes. So so nice to hear it again.
1: Yeah.
4: Interestingly, you mentioned Virginia Plain. That was a a bit of a cracker, wasn't it? Roxy Music or something. Yes. Yes. Uh, But um, talking of um, talking of different things, there. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they were a great band too. Roxy Music with um, uh, you know Brian Ferry and Brian Dino. Eno Brian Eno was in that band yeah. at that time too the great Eno absolutely who um, he, very
4: original guy
1: yeah he produced um, I think Devo's first album when they were um, on Stiff right mm. I believe he did I
4: think he did actually yes I think yeah, so yeah I think he may have done yeah, yeah.
1: and um, I, I think I, of ideas yeah I think I told you I'm in contact with Ian Gum, he may be doing something and um, ah. you know, and um, Dave Robinson's going to be on next Wednesday.
4: Oh, that's right. And Give him my regards, won't you?
1: Yeah, definitely. I spoke to Dave yesterday, and um, uh huh. He, he um, yeah, he's going to. He's looking forward to it. I was, I was shocked. I figured a guy like Dave is too busy to mess with me, but he's going to. Um, he's going to be on with us next Wednesday. And who else? Oh, what other what other label mates of yours are going to be on? Oh, Bob Andrews. From the rumor,
4: oh, indeed, yeah, yeah. yeah in fact, Bob uh, and I think Bob went to. Did Bob not go to New Mexico to? Yeah, f- from New Orleans. Yes, yes. Bob's
1: yeah. Bob's living in Taos, New Mexico, which is a very, very um, a small, quaint, um, a very kind of. It has that Woodstock feel to it. Very, very earthy. You know. Yeah. Uh, very spiritual uh, city in New Mexico. And um, it's really Blind. off the beaten path, very quiet up in Taos. And um, yeah, we're sending him up for a date too, so it's going to be pretty cool. Again, a lot of um, uh, a lot of your old label mates are going to be coming back on, and um, I'm looking for more of them. But Bob. I want to play one of your. Two. Well, I mean,
4: i I'll, I'll...
1: you you yeah. go? Okay, no, you yeah. talk.
4: Well, I was just going to say that, um, that 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 Bob was a a really strong musical force you know he did yeah. great stuff with brinsley Swartz and 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 he and i we produced um a couple of things um um uh, worked together on a couple of, of my own tracks so he was good in the studio good, lovely pianist and so on so he's always a strong guy and and um and i do say hello to him if, yeah. you, if you bump into him
1: yeah uh, also um, he yeah. did some great work with Graham parker
4: Oh, indeed, yeah. Yep. Well, he was in... He played with Graham Parker yep. for a, in the quite a while.
1: Yep. And, uh, yeah, uh, that's right. Squeezing out so sparks.
4: A good, good, good side of it. Yes. Yeah.
1: Okay, yeah. I don't want to um, embarrass you, but this is one of your killer tunes. And um, this is Jonah Louis' Kitchen at Parties. This is the one that kind of uh, brought you to, oh. to national fame, right? Well... Uh, it, it sort of did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This one um, made you a household word in England.
4: Well, uh, provided you get into the kitchen.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. But this was this was big on MTV. Yeah, yeah. This was a big video. This was all over MTV at the time. This was all over the place. Wow. And, um, okay, that's great. this one's Kitchen at Parties. <laughs>
5: And I always get rebuffed Enough
4: to drive a man to drink I don't do no washing up I
5: always leave the stuff piled up i piled up in the sink
1: favorite Jonah Louie song and um, not just because it has to do with the kitchen my wife hates the kitchen but she loves that song Jonah <laughs> oh, <laughs> so um, right that's interesting yeah she loves that song and um, actually she was with me uh, when we went to see that stiff show back in 79
4: uh, oh amazing
1: yeah yeah, yep so Mary it's just, um, amazing. Married, it's just uh,
4: amazing that you were there I, I must get yeah I must get that tape to you.
1: yeah yeah I love that tape also, um, we, have, we have, I don't know, maybe another 15, 20 minutes of the show before I start packing it in, but I would love to invite you back yep. on. Would you, uh, would you be kind enough to come back on with me one day?
4: Oh, it would be very nice of you to, to invite me to do that, and uh, yeah. it would be a great pleasure.
1: I'm good. I'm glad. Okay, cool. Let's get back to some music. We're going to go back um, in time a bit again. Do you want to talk about Little Richard?
4: Yeah, I do. Uh I mean he was really formidable as a fifth person.
5: Uh-huh. I mean
4: he was a total out loser. Um bit of a
1: Are you still with me? Okay.
4: What's about the ninth
1: Oh, you forgot the mic? you. <laughs> oh. It's okay.
4: I I was, I was I was gassing away, and then there I think go. I was talking to myself.
1: There you go. That's cool. So you know, hey, live radio. I always tell <laughs> Do you know everybody about... I was up to. I... What? Well, yeah, you were to- we were talking about Little Richard.
4: <laughs> I was just. Yes. Yeah, I was just saying that, um, that, that this... I'm...
1: You're doing it again.
4: Several takes for good, in This. Okay. Uh, Oh, start again.
1: There you go. Start again. again. (laughs) Okay, wait, hold on. Hello. Okay, you ready? One, two, three, go. (laughs) Live radio people. Can't help it. Okay. Yeah, you're good now.
4: Um, What's going on? What's wrong?
1: Okay, I'm going to play Good Golly Miss Molly and we'll we'll talk about it when it's (laughs) over. Things under control, there were technical difficulties, but that's live radio. That was good, golly, Miss Molly, little Richard, who uh, passed just uh, you know recently, just a couple of uh, months ago. Yeah. Okay, Joan, are you back? Yeah. Okay, you're here.
4: Yes, I'm. I'm here. Okay. And, uh, yeah, he he eventually died, which rather like Fat Domino, into a lovely ripe old age. Yeah. I think we still have Jerry D. Lewis with us, um, and of course Chuck Berry died recently as well. So all yeah. great kind of and it died very close to each other but um, Little Richard was fascinating and a great blues shouter and and this particular version of Good God Miss Molly I'm, I remember reading that the recording engineer said after the ninth take hey hey Richard you know let's just ease back a bit and relax a bit more and this take, they they managed to nail it because Little Richard wasn't sort of over shouting or over being growly, he was a little bit you know yeah the the the, the, the gospel supremo yeah and, and really see a, a shout out of the blues but just by tucking it in a bit it was the perfect take and a great vocal rendition
1: oh he was great also um, cool. i have a i spoke i had a friend call in last sunday who played um who was in his band for a while he toured with little richard and um he said Little Richard would start sweating. You know, he, he'd start crawling on the uh, organ, and he'd jump off the piano and, and start climbing the, um, um, the uh, speaker cabinets, and he'd be sweating like profusely. And if he got his sweat on you, he would say, the king just got holy water on you. You know, His sweat was holy water. He really, <laughs> I mean, he was, um, what a character. Um, okay, so you want to do some Champion Jack Dupree? You want to you listen to Junker's Blues?
4: Well, we could do because um, we played, we started with the Fat Man. Yeah. And Junkers and Blues was kind of something that was in the culture. Okay. And Champion Jack Dupree kind of crystallized it. And, okay. And now Fats took that and made it his one. So, yeah, Champion Jack Dupree, a bit of history there going before, beyond before Fats happened.
1: Okay. Junkers Blues. And um, let's listen to that real quick.
10: Call they call me a jungle, call them low Dead all the time. I don't use no refill. I be knocked out with an angel wine. Six months, six months, and no say no,
1: and one year
10: ain't no time. They yeah,
1: got of Blues and we're going to move over now to uh, some harmony stuff that um, Joan has been um, influenced by um, Do you want to take it away, Joan?
4: Yeah, it's just uh, I love harmonies and uh, the birds' version of Bob Dylan's great song Tambourine Man really blew my mind when I heard those harmonies for the first time It's just so nice to hear if you can play that again
1: Okay, here we go
9: Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man, play a song for me. I'm not sleepy and there's no place I'm going to. Hey, Mr. Tambourine
6: Man, play a song for me. In the jingle-tangle morning, I'll come following you. Hey,
9: just a tambourine man Play a song for me About to be me and the no place I'm going
5: to Let's
1: Okay guys, that was my era. We want the studio version, not the live one. And again, my era.
5: I'd like to love
1: you Just a tambourine man
5: On to my own parade.
6: Cast your dancings, spell my way. I
5: promise to go under it. Hey, Mr. Tambourine, man, play a song for me. I'm not sleepy yet yeah. there ain't no place I'm going to. for me. In the jingle jangle morning, I'll come following
1: you. And it was the bird, Steve Crosby. Chris Hillman. Okay. I'm giving you back the mic, sir.
4: Well, I mean, that was what? 1964 or something? Uh, yeah, 60s. But, um, yeah, right around there. i just got to mention something I heard a few months ago. It was a, by a girl called Billy Eyelash, I think, right? Yeah. And she, she said the word da in the middle of this number. who really... Freaked me out. Oh, that's so cheeky! It's just terrific. Yeah. Let's... And then the solo came in, and I and I thought it was a great track. And uh, you, you probably know what it is, but but that'd be nice to hear
1: that. I must say. Okay, we'll get that set up for the next time around. I don't know what. Um... Okay. Yeah, i just had to dig that out. But um, we have more of your stuff. You, um, the baby, okay. she's on the street, do you want to talk about that one real quick?
4: Yeah, I mean, um, I, I just—it's just like a a fast domino type influence number, and the, the the words are kind of meaningless, you know. Just the sound of the of the voice, as opposed to what the lyrics were. He yeah. said that she is about a baby who's on the street.
1: Yeah, and you know what I noticed about you—you you don't like to talk about your own music that much, huh? I
4: don't mind. I mean, it depends. Yeah, you know, I, I, I could. I could think quite a bit about my own music, but 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 sometimes it's not appropriate.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, (laughs) then maybe
4: it's on the street. You know, it's a little bit raunchy.
1: Okay. Well, here we go. Raunch is always good on. Raunch is always good on a a Wednesday dinner time in England. Okay, and that's Jonah Louie's The babies, she's on the street. Another, another great tune that he did. And um, I really wish if you if you're not familiar with Jonah's um, um, uh, older CDs, older catalog, I suggest you really, really find um, you know listen to it on Spotify. Do what you got to do. The stuff is like timeless, which is. Um, you can't say that about a lot of acts. His stuff is as fresh and current today as um, when, when, when it was released. And um, that's that's really saying a lot about an artist. is going to have to leave us shortly because we're going to have to be winding down the show soon because um, we're getting to that time. So he's going to pick out one more tune to say goodbye to, and I'm going to speak to him um, later on, and we're going to talk about his next um, appearance with us. And... Um, you know, Dave Robinson is on. I told you, Ian Gom is probably coming on and uh, Bob um, Andrews. So maybe we we'll get a whole stiff thing set up on Zoom or something. But that's going to be down the road and we have to talk to everybody. But I want Jonah back here alone again. Okay, Jonah?
4: Thank you, Elliot. It's been great uh, doing the stuff with you. And uh, yeah, I'm going to just sign off here with a, a bit of piano playing. It's by Big Maceo Merriweather. Is called Chicago Breakdown. I've never been to Chicago, or Pittsburgh for that matter, but um, it's great to hear the sound of the names of American cities. Chicago Breakdown.
1: Yeah, okay. Well, before I start playing, I just want to say goodbye to you and thank you for showing up today. And I really, really appreciate it. And I can't wait to have you back on with us because... Um, you know, we didn't really delve into some stories about touring and all that fun stuff. We just spoke about music today, and I think next time maybe we could talk about your history a little more and things like that, if it's okay with you.
4: No, it'd be great, Elliot, and it's been enjoyable. It really has yes. enjoyed, been enjoyable.
1: Okay, That's it has very, been very fun this afternoon. So let's get Chicago breakdown started, and um, here we go. <laughs> Friends, that was Jonah Louie, great Jonah Louie, and um, he'll be back with us. I'm going to set up another um, time and date with Jonah. And um, in the interim, I'd like to uh, get some more uh, music played before we start winding down. We just have a couple more minutes. Um, if you, I, I know a lot of people aren't familiar with Jonah's music, especially the younger guys in the crowd. But um, when I was, um, I was like addicted to Stiff Records. Stiff would put out um, a batch of records, and they were all related to each other. There was a five-LP set that came out. It wasn't a set, but it was five discs that came out at the same time. And, uh, you know, they'd be all uh, picture discs. They would all be um, uh, colored discs. Whatever it was, they were all related to each other. And then that actually, well, the guys who went out on, um, on tour together, and uh, that was the uh, stiff live show that I saw back at the Bottom Line. Mickey Joop didn't make it because he was um, he was terrified of flying. And if, um, if you're not familiar with Mickey, he's the guy who wrote um, "Switchboard Susan," the song that uh, Nick Lowe uh, uh, covered. And um, it was Nick Lowe, yeah. I bl- it, it was Rockpile. Anyway. Um, Jonah had a big hit with Stop the Cavalry and that was a big Christmas tune so I'm not going to play that today but um, he, the stuff that he put out was incredible, it always had um, uh, you know, it always had a great feel to it and I like to play Big Shot momentarily, which is another great, great tune that he did. Here we go.
4: If you- they wanna be awfully, awfully neat.
8: And wanna be taken to your seat, you better consider.
1: Big shot momentarily. And again, Jonah, if you're out there listening, thank you for uh, spending the um, afternoon with me. And uh, we'll talk uh, during the week. We'll set up another date, and um, we'll finish up uh, where we left off.
5: serves a better
2: breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot, buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery?
3: Wendy's breakfast biscuits, hot and buttery.
2: So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage egg and cheese biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's.
6: At participating U.S.
0: Wendy's during breakfast hours.
6: At ADP, we understand the importance of building the right team and offer the data insights to help. Just as importantly, our AI technology helps you pay the team accurately. Grow stronger with ADP, HR talent, time, and payroll.
0: Hope you enjoyed this episode of Fly on the Wall. There are more great interviews to follow, so please list us as one of your favorites and be sure to follow. We are listener funded. If you would like to assist our Venmo info, is New Mexico DJ service. The PayPal info is New Mexico DJ service at gmail.com. Please remember to share our info. Thanking you all.